Hello, and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Good morning. My name is John T. Worris, and coming up on today's show, we'll have an update from Dario Messi on the US fixed income market. But first, let's start off with a brief overview of what's been happening in the markets. Making the headlines today is news that Credit Suisse is cutting at least a third of its investment banking workforce in China, which includes around 40% of its research staff in China. The news comes as part of the bank's plans to cut 2,700 jobs globally by the end of the year. In other news, the ongoing crypto crisis shows no signs of calming down. Concerns are increasing that trading company Genesis could be about to file for bankruptcy after asking Binance and Apollo for cash injections, amid fears of contagion spreading throughout the crypto world. And founder and former CEO of the now-collapsed crypto exchange FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried has apologized to FTX staff in a letter that outlines what he calls a crash in the firm's collateral from $60 billion to $9 billion. And in a further twist, a lawyer representing the firm has said that a substantial amount of FTX's assets have either been stolen or are missing. Over to the US now, where it's Thanksgiving week, which historically tends to be bullish for US equities. And indeed, stocks and bonds yesterday rallied in the US on the back of the Fed officials indicating that they'll continue to raise interest rates to fight inflation, but are open to slowing the pace. All major US indices closed with gains of over 1%, and the S&P 500 closed above the 4,000 level for the first time since September 2022, ahead of Thanksgiving holiday tomorrow. In the fixed income space, US Treasuries were stronger with the curve flattening again after a mixed performance yesterday. The two-year yields rose by two basis points to 455, while the 10-year yield held steady at 376. Over to Asia now, where China's COVID control restrictions are still weighing on investors across the globe. China is restricting movements in both Beijing and Shanghai due to a sharp increase in coronavirus cases. In markets, Asian equities are trading higher this Wednesday morning. The Kospi and Hang Seng are up around 0.5%, while the ASX and Shanghai indices are flat. The Nikkei is closed today due to a public holiday in Japan. And down under, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand hiked interest rates by a record 75 basis points to a 14-year high of 4.25% as expected, amid high inflation and very low unemployment. The Kiwi traded higher as a result of the move. Briefly moving to commodities now, where we see oil prices moving higher following the EU's proposed cap on natural gas prices at 275 euros per megawatt hour. This move is aimed at limiting the impact of Russia's energy supply squeeze. Oil prices rose as traders await further details of the plans, with WTI crude finishing up 1.1%, climbing above $81 a barrel. Elsewhere, Bitcoin was steady above $16,000, with futures up 2.4%, and gold finished little change. Looking ahead to today, we're expecting a whole host of manufacturing data releases out of France, Germany, Eurozone, and the UK. And finally, European equity futures are pointing to a high open this morning as traders await the Fed minutes for clues on the speed of further interest rate increases. That's all from me for today. And now I'd like to welcome Dario Messi from Investment Research to the show, who will speak to us about US fixed income and his view on the rising risk of a recession. Dario, since the consumer price index figures for October were released, we've seen some quite remarkable moves in the equity market. How is the fixed income market doing? Yeah, thanks, Shanti, and good morning to all of you. Um, so yes, how is the bond market doing since this uh, prominent CPI reading? I would say mixed signals so far. So first of all, we saw yields at the longer end coming down quite a bit. Uh, we had credit spreads tightening, 
take one of the riskiest uh, fixed income segments, the high yield market. The, the average spread there for the index is now at 460 basis points. It was 550 basis points end of September. So this tightening is in line with better equity performance uh, the last couple of weeks. So yeah, we saw some credit segments uh, showing really the strengths. But at the same time, and I think this is important, the yield curve remains quite inverted, which means yields at the longer end of the curve are lower than the short-term interest rates. So what I'm hearing are indeed some rather mixed signals. You mentioned before, Dario, an inversion in the yield curve. Isn't that known to be a sign that a recession could be around the corner? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this measure on its own shows that bond bond markets really position for a cyclical weakness in 2023. And uh, in fact, also such a yield curve inversion is unfortunately an extremely reliable indicator for recession. Um, So at least we need to take it somehow serious. Uh, Certainly, there are some special factors which might come into play and there is always a rationale for why this time should be different. But uh, I think this is a topic for another podcast. And from our perspective, we at least just need to take it serious. Uh, You can also derive recession probabilities uh, from other models, like from credit spreads. Um, And spreads are elevated, but uh, not alarming at these levels. So, for example, take the Federal Reserve's own uh, model, which is also based on spreads. This one gives some uh, recession signal in the mid-20%. Uh, probability, so not that bad. So how should investors be positioned right now? Yeah, if, if we read through all this um, uh, this data, we would say the market is not yet fully priced for a recession. Our economists also expect slowing growth period and not kind of a deep recession. Um, but still, for the time being, we think a more quality tilted approach uh, makes sense. That's why we also changed our ratings two weeks ago and prefer now U.S. investment-grade bonds instead of the the riskier high-yield segments. And yeah, I mean, we are also now willing to take some more duration risk as we see at least the rate hiking cycle ending, if not even turning. So having said this, we acknowledge that December can still get quite ugly. We have some optimism after the CPI print that we talked before. We, we have a lot of central banks meeting, crucial central banks meeting, um, typically also lower liquidity. So definitely the potential for some move and also move up back in yields again. But after all, if we just look at the yields, you get quite a decent yield and you can really start to lock in some now already. Thanks very much for your insights, Dario. And that concludes today's episode. Thanks for tuning in and please do join us again tomorrow and we'll have an update on commodities. Goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Wealth Insights is a podcast series where Julius Bear experts discuss topics from a wealth management perspective, whether it's starting a business preparing for retirement or transferring wealth to the next generation, our experts provide answers to the relevant questions. Available now on all good platforms, search for Wealth Insights on your favourite podcast player.